Hello, self-lover. Welcome back to the podcast. I want to wish you a very happy Memorial Day. I love any holiday celebrating our military, our armed forces, and especially those who have sacrificed the ultimate sacrifice for my life. I'm so grateful to live in America. I'm so grateful to the people who have given their lives, the families, and I dedicate this episode today to all of them. Today, I'm bringing you an interview with a friend of mine named Megan, and her story is so timely. First of all, I love to bring you self-love stories that are different than mine. And of course, as women, we all connect. We all have similarities and commonalities. But Megan and I are in very different stages of life. She's in the motherhood stage of littles, like very recent littles. And she found herself really struggling with postpartum anxiety. And the pandemic did not help it. So I'm so excited to share her story. And even if you are not in that stage of life, and even if you have not struggled with postpartum depression or anxiety, um, I know that you'll be able to take some self-love wins from Megan. She is a great teacher. She has a great social media presence, and she has a lot to share. So sit back, relax, enjoy this self-love time with yourself. Maybe grab your journal and your favorite beverage and just listen to our chat. And I hope you feel like you're in the room sitting on the couch with us. That's my hope for all of these interviews, that you feel like you are part of the conversation. Be sure to listen to the very end because you'll find out how to reach out to Megan to connect with her. Um, and if, as always, if you would love to reach out to me, which I love, I love making connections with my listeners, with my followers, you can find me at Jenny underscore Drake underscore on Instagram or my website, Jenny dash drake.com. I offer a lot of value on my Instagram page and in my weekly emails and on Monday Motivation Tribe. And if you are listening to this before Memorial Day Monday, we are having Monday Motivation Tribe on Monday Memorial Day. And if you're listening after, that's okay because every single Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific time, we hop on Zoom. It's free. It's safe. It is such a beautiful experience to connect with other women who don't have it perfectly. None of us do, but are focusing on themselves so that they can show up with their loved ones in a higher purpose and in a, and in a higher way. So if you would like the Zoom link to our Monday Motivation Tribe, again, it's free. It's beautiful. It's connective. We all need 
so much more connection right now after this pandemic. And this is a safe, easy way to start. You can have your video on or off. You can share or not. It's totally up to you. And we welcome you with open arms. So again, if you want the Zoom link to Monday Motivation Tribe, please reach out to me and sit back, relax. We'll be right back with Megan in just a moment. Hello, and welcome to Falling in Love with Yourself. We all want more love, right? And most of us spend a lifetime looking for love. But we look from external sources, romantic relationships, family members, careers, even food, drugs, or material items. My name is Jenny Drake, and this podcast is to guide you back to your greatest source of love, yourself. We have been conditioned to believe that loving ourselves first is selfish. It is not selfish. As a matter of fact, it is the pathway to happiness, joy, and fulfillment. The root of all of our happiness and unhappiness begins with the relationship we have with ourselves. We hear often that we need more self-love, but I am here to teach you how. Whether you are single or in a relationship, a stay-at-home mom, or a CEO, we can all grow in areas of self-acceptance, self-compassion, self-trust, and self-fulfillment. I am a divorced, empty nester, mother of two that is living her best life. Now, I wasn't always living my best life, I am a recovering perfectionist, a recovering control freak, a recovering people pleaser, and a recovering martyr. I also have the gift of gab and transparency, so you will hear lots of details about how I practice my recovery of all of these traits through the process of loving myself. I'll also share exercises and suggestions that I use with my coaching clients that have helped them break down barriers in all areas of life. So, grab a mug or a glass and fill it with your favorite beverage. Consider this episode a date with yourself. Are you ready and excited to fall madly and deeply back in love with yourself? We're taking a small break so that I can tell you about something I'm so excited about. This podcast episode is brought to you by Mommy Millionaire, the world leader in entrepreneur education for high-performing and ambitious moms. Are you at a point in your business where you need a one-on-one coach to help you reach the next level of your business, but you aren't quite at the point where you can invest thousands of dollars into coaching? Maybe you've invested into group coaching, courses, events, but now you need that extra push from a one-on-one coach to help you see past those blind spots that are keeping you from the success you know you are worthy of. We are all worthy of everything we desire. If so, don't worry because Mommy Millionaire is now accepting new clients inside their millionaires society. The Millionaires Society provides two one-on-one sessions per month with your very own personal coaching, and you know how much I believe in investing in yourself with a coach. It also provides a subscription box with a 90-day affirmation journal. 
and you know how much I love affirmations. It also provides a one group training per month, and these trainings are amazing. You also get unlimited 24-7 text message support from your personal coach, and you get 10% off any Mommy Millionaire program as long as you're an active member. Let me tell you, being an entrepreneur can be lonely. And when I meet with my one-on-one coach, it's like meeting with a friend. I always get off more invigorated, more creative, more excited about my purpose and how to serve you, my listeners, and my clients. There's so much more about Mommy Millionaire and the Millionaire Society that entrepreneurial moms with that they can help with their business, financial life goals. I can't possibly list them all here. Just trust me. So if you're an entrepreneurial mom who needs a high level coach to finally break through, but without paying those high level fees. Because you're a listener to my podcast, Mommy Millionaire is offering you a 25% discount on your first month in the Millionaire Society. Head on over to mommymillionaire.co slash Jenny dash Drake dash bottom to sign up today and take advantage of this amazing offer. I'll also put the link in my show notes. All right, welcome back everyone. I'm super excited that you've joined us today for this time to give yourself a little bit of self-love and I'm so excited. I love doing interviews. I love bringing great self-love journeys um, to our podcast and into your lives so that you can be inspired. And my interview today is with Megan, and she is definitely going to inspire you and relate to you. And one of the reasons why I wanted to uh, to share Megan's story and for her to share her story is because her story is very different than mine. Um, she's in a different place in her life. And I know that I talk about the other end of the spectrum with having adult kids and kind of in the middle of my life. She is very much um, a mother of young children, which she'll talk about in a second. And I'd love for her to illustrate how you can um, love yourself and grow your self-love and be a mom of small children all at the same time. But I don't wanna take her story from her. So let's go ahead and get started, Megan. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I am so happy to be here too. I love chatting with you because I feel like we are so similar, but at different stages. So it's really exciting to chat with you and see the similarities and the differences too. I love that because, you know, I'm from the perspective of, I kind of did it. Um, There's a lot of things I didn't do right um, when my kids were little. And I love seeing people like yourself that kind of figured it out earlier than I did. So, but with that, I definitely don't have it all figured out. (laughs) Let's, let's lay that out there right now. I was just going to say like, (laughs) this is a journey that we will be on for the rest of our life. 
and we're just all at different phases of it. So tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you currently are in life um, right now. Yeah, so um, my name is Megan Barrett and I am a wife to Tyler. We've been married almost nine years now. And we have two little boys, Anderson, who's about three and a half and Saxon, who's one and a half. So we are Mama deep boys. In it. Yes, we are deep in it. Both of my kids are definitely in a mommy stage too. <laughs> so that brings about its own challenges. But I also have a company where I help mamas of young children called All You Mama. And it's very community-based, just so mostly so moms don't know that they're alone. You know, when you have young children, even though you're constantly around these tiny humans, it can be extremely isolating. And so I just created this community so that women have a space to talk about themselves and be unapologetically themselves and not always have to talk about their children or feel bad because their attention isn't hundred percent on their children. I love that so much because I was just reflecting back to kind of when my two were at the ages of your two boys and it's really easy to compare yourself to other moms and so much mom guilt and mom shame. So I really love that the culture is kind of changing to support each other rather than make ourselves feel bad and that you're providing a space that's to build each other up rather than to like tear each other down. So kudos to you on that. And I'd love to hear kind of, um, I'm sure you're going to tell us like in your story, but if, if you don't, by the end, I'd love to hear about how you came to um, start your business and kind of the journey um, of that as well. But let's dive into the self-love portion of it, because that's, that's what I'm so passionate about um, sharing with my listeners is, has there been a time where your self-love, self-worth, self-acceptance was, was low and that you kind of had to rescue yourself out of that space? I would say there's definitely been multiple times in my lifetime thus far, and there will probably be others as well. But the main one that sticks out and which got me to create my company as well was last year, um, about three, three weeks before the pandemic, before COVID hit, um, I was diagnosed with postpartum anxiety. I was having a super difficult time sleeping. And, um, I just had what I felt were like these crazy thoughts going through my head of, you know, if there's a fire, which kid am I going to save first? And I would just go down this rabbit hole all about that. If my husband was like five minutes late coming home from work, I'm like, he got in a car accident. I'm going to have to go to the hospital. Like, what do I do with my kids? So it was like, I was going through this thing where I felt like kind of crazy, but logical at the <laughs> same time. And, um, you know, on top of not sleeping a ton too, my youngest was about four or five months then. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you know, I've, I've heard people have had this before. That's cool. Let me try some talk therapy. And I think I went to one or two sessions before the world shut down mm -hmm. and then you put all the isolation and everything on top of that. And 
it just magnified everything. I ended up, um, I went on medication, which I do believe was helpful at the time. Um, I definitely needed something and, but I was using it, uh, probably not in the best way. I was drinking more. Um, I was sleeping a lot more and I was just like trying to escape any way that I could Mm -hmm. on my phone, whatever it was. Um, just reality was not my friend at that time. I think a lot of us, um, not to interrupt you, but I, I, I would just want to pause for two things. I think that sharing your story right now is so timely. I actually have goosebumps because it's, you know, uh, mental health awareness month right now. Um, so having these conversations is so important because, mamas, women, men, we all struggle in silence. And I also love that it's so timely that now we're coming out of the pandemic and we're starting to now process how we dealt with it and how we're dealing with now coming out of it. And I know that your story of anxiety and ruminating obsessive thoughts is just going to really, I I know a lot of people are going through that right now and have gone through that during the pandemic. So thank you Mm -hmm. so much for sharing your story. Um, Yeah, it's, I find it, it was, I'm kind of a person that shares a lot of things. Like if you go on my social media, I don't, I don't have much shame. I share most things about my life, but it took me nine, 10 months before I like publicly said, I have postpartum anxiety and I'm dealing with this. And, um, it was mostly the reason I did it was because the only reason I knew that it was postpartum anxiety or had a hunch that that was what I was going through was because a friend of mine had shared it before. Otherwise I would have just been sitting there like, okay, well, this is normal. Like kind of like, you know, mom fears, you know, I just, get through it kind of thing. Um, and I really wouldn't have known. So sharing my story, I'm like, if I, if this can help like one Mm -hmm. other person be like, okay, like this is what I'm going through. Like I'm not alone and I can totally get help for this is what helped me to share my story. And it was incredible. Like not only the support that I got, but like women reaching out to me being like, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of going through something similar. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm no doctor, but I mean, go talk to your doctor or mm-hmm. your midwife or somebody if, if you're feeling that way and see what help there is there for you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So you rescued yourself by, you know, having those couple sessions of therapy before the pandemic. And then um, you went on meds and there's so much stigma about taking medication. So, you know, we're not here to say whether it's the right decision for our listeners, but Mm -hmm. it was the right decision for yourself in that moment until it wasn't the right decision anymore. And, and that right there is a huge act of self-love as well, taking that step. Um, So then, so then what happened? You kind of had some self-awareness. You, you said you were numbing yourself from, from all the anxiety and the, the suffering. Um, And so what happened from there? So towards the end of last year, um, I just kind of like started waking up and was like, I really don't like the person that I am, that I'm showing up as like, I'm not showing up as a great mom to my kids. Like I'm not present with my kids. 
Uh, I'm not showing up great with my husband. Like I'm not being a great wife and I'm just not being a great person in general. Like what, what am I doing? I'm just sitting here all day waiting till bedtime until like I can take my anxiety meds and go to sleep. Like that's just not a life to live. And so I think I finally kind of like woke up to it. And also my youngest had just turned one. And to me, I feel like you kind of start becoming a human again (laughs) when your child turns one. Um, And so just kind of over time, I had that realization. I was like, you know what? I need to change something. And the first thing that I decided to change was I'm I'm just going to wake up five minutes before my kids wake up because I was in this cycle where, you know, I would sleep in and basically my three-year-old would come like crying in my room. Like, I want my milk. I want Peppa Pig, like just whining. And that was how my day started. And that was pretty much how my day continued. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I have control over this situation. Like, how do I want to start my day? And I was like, I want to start it off quiet where I can actually drink a hot cup of coffee instead of heating it up a million times. So I just woke up five minutes early, sat down, had my coffee. So when my son woke up, I'm like, hey, good morning. And then we both started started the day off in a way better mood. And it, in no joke, in like two weeks, I was a completely different person. Like I was just much happier. I did, I did like DIY projects around the house. I've never done a DIY project before. I'm like, Hey, I've seen people on Pinterest redo their laundry rooms. Let me try that out. You know, just like stuff I've never done before. And I just had like all this energy and like was excited again. Good. Yeah. I think it's really important to note, like for anyone going through that first year of having a baby, it does take up to a year for things to balance out and to not think that it's going to last forever. Like definitely be in it, feel it, you know, own it, but don't rush through it because the, the light will come again. Um, that's so important. And one of the things that I really do in my coaching is I talk a lot about, um, joy lists and making a joy list and keeping a joy list. And I love the fact that just having a hot cup of coffee, it sounds so insignificant or minimal, but it doesn't matter what our joy list has on it. If it gives us like abundant joy. And it sounds like just you being able to have that cup of coffee. We all know what that first sip tastes like, Mm -hmm. you know, you took control and look at the benefit that it had, not only for you, but for your kids as well. Um, So I just want to pause and say that like these self-love wins and things on our joy list, even though they seem small, they are, they end up having huge um, results. Yeah. I mean, it's, I love the joy list. I love that idea. I think I'll go do that too. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I always try to instill, especially with moms of young children, that one of the biggest things that they always say is like, I don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. I don't have time by myself. I don't have enough time. It's like, just start with something small. Like if you can consistently do something for 30 seconds a day, like if you want to try meditating and you do can do it 30 seconds a day, anyone can do 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. right? And you do that consistently. That's way better than one day of five minutes of meditation. 
I love that. You know, it's just finding those small things that you can do every day that'll bring you joy. And as you said, like this stage with small children doesn't last forever. When you're in it, it feels like it does. But I also feel like there's also this pressure that's put on moms too, that it's like, okay, enjoy this time because it's not going to last forever. When in reality, you're not going to enjoy every minute. Yes, you may miss it later on down the road, but that doesn't mean you have to enjoy every moment because that's a lot of pressure on someone to enjoy your children 24 seven. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm a recovering perfectionist and it is true. You hear messages, just societal messages of, you know, and I, I, I can honestly say, like, I've said that to people like, don't blink because, you know, you're going to, it's going to be over soon. Um, but you're right. It's like, just embrace the good, the bad and the ugly, because that's what the journey is. And I have my 19 year old home with me from college. Um, and he hasn't been with me for 10 months. And like I told him yesterday, or maybe I didn't tell him, but I definitely thought it, I would rather have the mess around the apartment, I'd rather have the empty berry bowl in the refrigerator than not like the, the mess, the yuckiness is all part of it. And, and when our kids go away, we will miss the hard times as it sounds weird, Mm -hmm. but we actually do because that's, you know, we can't have those beautiful moments without the yucky moments too. So yeah. And it's like those hard, it's the hard times that you remember, right? You don't remember like those times that you said, okay, it's bath time, get in the bath. And your kids just run and go get in the bath. Like, that's not what you remember. It's like those hard times of just like, I don't know. It took me like 30 minutes to get my kids in the bath and the other day, and then another like 45 to get like pajamas on, you know, and that's not going to be forever, but I'll remember those things. And yeah, it's frustrating, but trying to find the joy in it too. I love it. I love that mindset because let me tell you, if you can start to train yourself and manage the worry when they're little and that the worries can grow as they grow. Mm. And it's really great to have, to kind of learn these things when they're young And the other thing that I love when I talk to moms like you who start to figure these things out when they're young, and I talk to a lot of my clients about this is model it for your kids. Like, Mm -hmm. do you want your children to love themselves as adults or as teenagers? Well, we can't just tell them to do it. We have to Mm -hmm. show them. And I know definitely like if I went back and got, got a redo I didn't show my kids that I was loving myself. I wasn't putting myself first. I totally put them first. Um, So I didn't model that. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to do because we think we're selfish. We think our, our life needs to all be about them because we do have them for such a short period of time. But in actuality, it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. we have to model loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves first so that they will do that when they're grown. That sounds exactly like what I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, as much as you 
can, and I'm sure you can speak to this, having grown children, as much as you can tell your kids things, they model what they see, right? Like you, the biggest mirror of yourself is your children. Like some of the things my son says, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what I sound like, (laughs) you know? So what you do is what they're going to do. And I mean, I want my kids to grow up and be confident and be able to take care of themselves. And that's what I need to model. And on top of that, I, I always preach that selfish and selfless are not mutually exclusive. Mm, you, you can't, you can't give what you don't have. Right. So if I, if I don't have any money, I can't give anybody money. Right. Mm-hmm. If I don't have self-love, I can't give other people love. If I don't have time for myself, I can't give other people time. You know, it's just, it's that same thing. Like you can't, your cup has to be full first, right? You can't give from an empty cup. And so everything that you have is what's being modeled to your children and, and it's actions and it's words too. I mean, I have become crazy aware of words that I use and how they're used. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I swear quite a bit. My (laughs) three-year-old has said quite a few swear words and I'm, and honestly, like, I'm okay with that. Like a swear word is the swear word, whatever. Um, but like, I, I don't allow my three-year-old to say, I can't like, that's Mm -hmm. one thing that I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. you know, and that I want to instill in him from a young age that anything that he wants to do, if he works hard and that's something that he really wants, then he can find a way to get it. Mm -hmm. I love that. I, I don't know if you knew this, but, um, I am an, I've been a teacher, um, and I taught in a classroom for 15 years and I wouldn't allow my students to say, I can't, I train them to say, I can try. Oh, I, we say, I don't know how to yet. Mm, Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's so great. So, um, so with that being said, Tell us some of the things that you do on a regular basis. Like, so I talk a lot on my podcast and on my page about the difference between self-care and self-love. Self-care definitely can be self-love, but when we're just doing activities that are taking care of us, we're missing the whole self-love purpose. We really need to dial in on the inside about why we're getting that massage, you know, why we're working out and eating healthy. If it's, it's a mindset shift of turning those self-care practices into self-love. Can you tell us a little bit about, um, some of the things you do on a regular basis, daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis that keeps you focused on filling your own cup? Like you just said, I love how you call it self-love. I call it the self-care you really need. <laughs> that's a, that's an ebook that I offer. And I basically kind of hit the same things that it's like, okay, yeah. Like I love the nails. I love the massages and things like that, but you leave the house for an hour, hour and a half, and you come back to the same thing. You know, you may be a little more relaxed for a bit, but you know, you came back, you come back to the same environment. You have the same headspace. Um, so it's more, as you said, about taking care of the, the inside, what's on the inside. And that's 
what I started with, you know, my waking up five minutes early, I was just like, okay, I'm going to sit there and quiet. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll meditate a little bit maybe add in some journaling, things like that, just slowly adding on. And as I said before, like I'm a big proponent on starting small, like pick something that you know you can do and you can do it consistently. And the one thing that I do consistently every day is I wake up before my children. And that's just to set my day up, set their day up and just, you know, like start on the level that I want to be on. And every day I wake up and I say, I'm grateful that I have another day to live, you know, because there's thousands of people that unfortunately did not wake up this morning Mm -hmm. and I got to, so now it's up to me to go with the rest of my day because before I was waking up like, Oh, this sucks. Okay. I have to go through the same day again. We're going to do the same thing we did yesterday. The same thing we did the day before that. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't serving anybody. Well, and, and that just that shift puts you in the driver's seat rather than letting your schedule, your children, the chaos of the house be in the driver's seat, Mm -hmm. just making that shift, put you back in charge. I love that. So that's definitely daily. My morning routine usually involves, um, I always write my goals out. I do a little meditation and some journaling Mm -hmm. and that's a definite, um, once a week I do sleep in on Sundays and my, um, my husband takes the kids in the morning so I can kind of just hang in bed and read whatever I want to do. So that's kind of a weekly one. And I also have um, a weekly book club for personal development that I really love. And uh, just surrounding myself with super supportive people um, is really important to me. I feel like I'm in this transition of who I'm surrounding myself with. Mm-hmm. I, um, I love my mom friends, and but I felt that it was like almost this like one upping on whose life sucks more. Right. It's like, Mm. it's like, Oh, my kid won't eat apples. Oh, my kid won't eat any fruit. Mine won't eat any vegetables. My kid only slept three hours. Mine only slept one hour, you know? And it was like this constant one upping on that or just complaining. So interesting. Like, (laughs) you know, misery loves company, right? Yeah. Yes. And just, and just complaining. And, and you know what, like that's on me too. Like I was a part of it. I'm not saying it's like these Mm -hmm. other people, I was a part of it. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I attracted and that's what I surrounded myself with. And that was my choice. So part of the reason I created all you mama was to create this space that we're not always talking about our kids. We're not, it's not that Facebook group that everyone goes to and is like, Oh, what's this rash? Like, should I take my kid to urgent care? Like, yes. The answer is usually, yes, you should take your kid to urgent care if that's a question, but it's, you know, like, what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to be when I grow up? You know, like what's going to make me happy. And that's who I want to surround myself with. And, you know, if you, if you can't find it, create it. So (laughs) there I am. Yeah. You and I are so similar when it comes to that. I always say I'm a gatherer of people. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So beautiful. um, So I know that, um, I also talk a lot about self-love 
in the context of our whole being physical, emotional, spiritual. And I know taking care of yourself physically is really been part of your journey. So can Mm -hmm. you talk a little bit about how your physical regimen, your physical um, health and that journey has made you grow your self-love? Yeah. So, I mean, since, since I was a kid, I've always been a super active kid and working out sports has always been a part of my life. And through my adult life, before I had children, um, I was a competitive CrossFitter too. So CrossFit was like, what I say was my church went there, you know, Sunday mornings, I was training two to three hours a day. And that was like, my time to focus on me and focus on my goals and what was I working towards. And and I just loved it. I loved the process of it. I loved the people I was surrounded by. And when I had kids, like that was kind of like a major gap for me because I did spend so much time and I coach CrossFit too. I was coaching at the time. So I basically lived at the gym. Um, And then I had kids and I was surrounded by tiny humans and taking care of this kid, but it's always been a constant in my life because I feel it is meditative for me too. Mm. I can kind of just zone out and do my workout and it's my time to myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the pandemic, it wasn't always my time to myself, but I feel like that is really what helped me hold on to my sanity was just getting in those workouts when I could. I would just shove an iPad to my three-year-old, give him snacks, water, a lollipop, whatever it needed to be like, just give me 20 minutes and let me get in my workout. So it, it not only makes me feel like physically great, but like a men, mentally and emotionally. I mm-hmm. think when I was younger, it was like, oh yeah, you know, like I want to look super fit. I want to look good in my swimsuit. I want to get my six pack, whatever. And as I've gotten older, it's, you know, definitely just, I need to move. I need to move to feel good. And now I go to a CrossFit gym that has childcare. So that's Mm. my hour to myself too. So that's like a little cherry on top. I would definitely find a way to work out anyways, but it's a little cherry on top that I get that time to myself. And I get like just adult conversation. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no kids in that room. And And to me at this stage in my life, that in and of itself is self-care and Mm self-love, you know, because you need that interaction. If, if 2020 taught us anything, it's that, you know, even self-proclaimed introverts need some kind of human interaction, like just being Mm -hmm. at home with two cats and two small children was not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So with that being said, do you have, how do people join your community? I know for me, I felt the same thing that women were needing connections. I offer a free zoom on Monday mornings to kick off the week, right? That's all based on self-love. My listeners know all about that, but what do you offer so that women can connect with each other and how can, how can they find you? So the best way to find me right now is on Instagram. It's at Megan Q Barrett, and that's Megan with an H. And I share lots of tips and just some fun videos and stuff. It's not all like 
serious, just, I mean, sometimes in motherhood and life in general, you just need to laugh and know that someone's going through the same stuff that you are. And so I share a lot of that and I am releasing my podcast at the beginning of June. So it's going to be a daily podcast called mama's daily dose. And it's got some inspiration, motivation, uh, just those like relatable stories that every, every mama of young children can relate to. I just did one on um, wanting to poop alone <laughs> and just have time by myself in the bathroom. So, um, and then, you know, some inspiration and ways to take care of yourself too. So that's coming on the podcast. Great. And, uh, and then you mentioned an ebook. How do we yes. get your ebook? Yeah. So you can head to allyoumama.com and that's where you can get the ebook there. And all the links are on my Instagram as well. So you can get the free ebook there and you can also join uh, the free Facebook group that I have for mamas of young children. And that link is right on Instagram or facebook.com backslash all you mama. So the name of the company is all, all right. You mama. Yeah. And then, um, at the end of summer, I'm starting um, the Selfish Mamas Club. So mm. anyone that's interested in that, there will be some details coming out in the podcast too, but that's end of summer for the release of that one. I love that. And I will definitely put your Instagram link and your um, website link in the show notes. So if you're listening and you want to really connect with Megan, because you're at that stage of your life and you're feeling like you need to surround yourself with um, other uplifting, inspiring, and just real women. Um, mm -hmm. Please visit the show notes to reach out to Megan. This has been so great. I love chatting with you. Um, I forgot to mention Megan and I, you may have heard on my podcast, I have an ad for the Millionaires Society. And that is where Megan and I connected is I have, even though I'm a coach, I have a coach and mm -hmm. I surround myself with women who are um, helping others and growing businesses and entrepreneurs. And that's where Megan and I met. I'm super grateful that we have this connection. I think Megan and I will continue to do great things together and separately in the future. Um, Thank you so much, Megan, for sharing your story. I truly, truly appreciate it. Definitely. It was such a pleasure. And it's so great to see, I mean, women helping women, moms helping moms. And it's all about who you surround yourself with. And so I'm glad you're in that circle. Perfect. Perfect.